welcome to Creative Justice Lab. This is our first ever podcast, and we are so excited to be embarking on this new adventure. Thanks for joining us and coming along. If you've ever taken a look at our website, you know a little bit about us, but we're going to reintroduce ourselves and tell you a little bit about who we are, what we are doing, and what Creative Justice Lab is all about. If at the end of the podcast you are interested in working with us, please, please, please feel free to send us a message through our site. So Annie, would you like to start? Thanks, Dana. Hi, and welcome to our podcast. Um, Just a little bit about me. I work in higher education, specifically with the Bold Women's Leadership Network. It's a brand new leadership scholarship program for students from underrepresented backgrounds that want to work to create change on campus. The leadership team of Bold represents women from around the country with varying social identities that have a passion for social justice and women's leadership. So for over a decade, I've worked with students supporting their development and leadership. I've also spent quite a deal of time facilitating trainings, workshops, and dialogues around issues of oppression and inclusion. Personally, I've been on my own racial identity journey for quite some time, which has greatly influenced my work and activism. As an educator, my hope is to have others connect with social justice in a way that hits the heart. For me, I'm able to connect with issues of struggle and resistance through storytelling and other creative mediums. My hope is that our podcast and the blog will help you to feel the same. Hello, Creative Justice Lab listeners. This is Dana, one of the co-founders, and I am here with Annie and B. and I am very excited about this project. This feels like it's been forever in the making, and Annie and I have been working really, really hard and making this happen, and we've been thinking a lot about what next steps to take on our journey in life, and we came up with this. Um, So a little bit about me. I am a mother, I'm a partner, I'm a doula. I have a love of art, a love of justice, a love of activism, and a love of life. We'd also like to introduce you to our partner and creative collaborator, B. Beering. B, tell us a little bit about you and what our audience can expect to hear. (laughs) Um, Hi, everyone. I'm B. I've been working in higher education for a long time, learning alongside student communities in their struggle for greater inclusion and equity. I have a consulting side hustle with my friend Jen, and we go to other college campuses and also primary and secondary schools to help train faculty, staff, and student peer educators in leading difficult conversations about identity, power, and liberation. Um, But I also am a digital illustrator and have a background in filmmaking, design, and studio art. And staying connected to the arts really feeds me and informs my work as a social justice educator. Wow, B, that was awesome. Thanks. <laughs> You're awesome too, Dana. <laughs> There's so much love here. <laughs> we have so much love. <laughs> so what's the story of Creative Justice Lab? Where did this vision come from, you two? Well, it's funny that you say vision, B, just because it quite literally came out of a dream that Dana had. And Dana, you should talk more about that dream. But I think what Dana was talking about earlier was we've been trying to figure out how to put our own somewhat stifled creative energy into a new life project. And through many iterations of proposals and thought sessions, um, Dana came to us with with a dream and a vision in her head 
and we decided to explore and dive right in. So my dream and vision was literal and a friend of a really close friend of Annie and I's, Shaquan, we'll just give her a little shout out. Hey, hey. <laughs> came to us in a dream by us. I mean, I was the only one sleeping, but um, but <laughs> I was dreaming and we had been talking about doing another a different project. Well, at, at some point we do plan on doing and Shaquan came to Andy and I in our dream, suggesting that we change our project to Creative Justice Lab. Literally, this happened in my dream. And I like said- with the name and everything? It was the name and everything. It <laughs> was awesome. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a not a, comp- obviously it was not a completely thought out project. Yeah. But it was the name. And so I woke up the next morning and I, sent a text to Annie and Shaqua and it was like creative justice lab and they're like what and so <laughs> then I had the opportunity later on that day or a few days later to talk to Annie a little bit more about it and how it started off was a huge wide scale like oh my god all the things that we could do with that and then we kind of took a step back and we said why don't we start a podcast and a blog to interview creatives and artists and activists and social justice folks that are folks that are on the ground doing the work but are doing it in a way that makes art and creativity more accessible to the regular person so that we can appreciate it in all of its forms and i think also to talk to people that care about making the world more equitable you know, to expand the idea of what an activist and artist looks like to people mm-hmm. so that art and creativity feel more accessible and social justice feels more accessible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think we've also been having lots of conversations with what's been happening all around us in our country and in the world about how we can be more involved and not feeling like we're doing enough, but also thinking of ways of like, what does that mean for different people? Different people are able to connect in different ways. And thinking about all of the people that are sending messages through whatever their art form is, whether it's dance or music or a muralist um, or a cartoonist, like how, how do we show up in different ways for different causes? and it's not a one-size-fit-all and so how can we do that and how can we also put our time in and do the work in a way that feels like we're also connecting people within a community i'm curious to know what you two feel like is really important about celebrating the role of creativity and social change work and and activism um i think for me is that i've always wanted to be more creative and i think i consider myself to be creative but i don't have the follow-through enough to actually stick with one thing and be great at it jane of all trades master of none (laughs) um but i love creating things i love doing things with my hands i love being able to see things touch things hear things But also, like, thinking in terms of, I wonder if I had had, at a younger age, if I had had some kind of more direction or 
lessons or encouragement to stick with something and to follow through and kind of point that creativity into and nurturing it and pointing that creativity into one thing mm-hmm. um, what would that look like now mm-hmm. Annie and I spent 12 hours yesterday trying to macrame which has absolutely you know very very you know <laughs> when we're talking about muralists and, and painters and dancers this is you know a far crime from that but it's a really good example of us striving to do something creative and like, in the end we're like fuck it <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get true. back to it. We finished it. You I finished it. It was it. super crooked. It was. It was whatever. Great. Great. <laughs> it was well, not you, on the you diagonal. Have to start somewhere that you do. You have to start somewhere. You do have to start somewhere. And so, how could we make that more accessible and nurture it for people? So, yeah. not only macrame, but also like <laughs> sculpting and you know, environmental justice, and how do we like bring things into communities to make folks really understand it in a language that it can be understood mm-hmm. and for many many people it might be art it might it could it's mm-hmm. visual it's mm-hmm. something tangible that they can kind of walk away from or yeah. look at and examine yeah. um, and not necessarily a lecture or yeah. a book yeah. um, which reading is fundamental absolutely and literature is an art form but like again that looks like different things for different people I think you know for my train of thought for most of my pre-adult life I thought I was going to go into the arts for a career which got quickly squashed and curbed um what squashed it what what squashed it (laughs) reality you know making money as a actor who knows an actor I wanted to go into acting that would have been amazing and had like done music a bunch in high school and then went down a completely different path in college and grad school and career-wise. But I don't think any of that creative stuff ever left. Mm-hmm. Like I think creativity shows up for me differently now, similar to Dana, I really like working with my hands, but I think my creativity comes in, I'm good at coming up with lots of random ideas not always great at executing them, but good at thinking outside the box. And I think one of the things that I learned through working with these folks and working in higher ed, facilitating conversations or dialogues or trainings around social justice, but really mostly like having personal conversations with folks that were really struggling to understand why social justice needs to be a thing. I started to realize that or felt that social justice, like the idea of it felt really linear to me. Linear in the, in the sense that like, there was only one way or a really intellectual way to approach it, which I know is not true, but I felt like I couldn't connect, like the way that I connected with teaching it or learning about it or having conversations when people got deep and deep like the heart conversations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know their struggles or what they learned from being around somebody that was different than them because it made them think about who they wanted to be or how they could be or things that they struggled with that they felt vulnerable to share 
And I felt like, so the stories are what connects people. Yeah. And that story can happen through song, or it can happen through poetry, or it can happen through literature, or it can happen through a meme, or it can happen through architecture and creating a space that's accessible and like evokes creativity from people. And so Dana and I have been starving to to do something creatively and also something that feels like it has an impact Mm -hmm. and weren't really sure how. But being able to just talk to people about why they feel like their work is important to them and maybe might be important to somebody else, like what she was saying Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to facilitate a larger community amongst activists and artists and people that want to learn more about it or just sit and listen to Mm -hmm. us chat with somebody about their new label and be exposed to a different kind of music that they've never listened to or to read a graphic novel and feel inspired to be different in the world or to be an activist in whatever sense makes sense for them is really what I think we're trying to get at. And I love your use of inspire. Like, I think that that's what I hope that people get from this Mm -hmm. is the inspiration. Like, for those who are struggling with finding out how they can get involved, be involved, or even, like, folks that are artists who want to do more, folks who are not artists, who want to be artists, you know, Um, and thinking of ways to collaborate with people and what to do, like be inspired is what I would hope folks got out of this. Yeah. So B, we pulled you in kind of, you know, after we had developed a bunch of this, what what about those ideas or any of that makes you want to be, or has made you want to be part of CJL? Uh, I just, I really love the idea of collecting and showcasing the stories of people who use their creativity to um, think through or express ideas about identity and power and making the world a better place. And that's something that I crave in my life and I'm always kind of on the hunt for. And so, you know, being part of something that focuses that and invites people to, to come and talk about their work and you know, what what they're trying to express and use art to express. That's really exciting for me. When you were talking, Annie, uh, about your creativity and your career vision being squashed a little by some reality checks from various places, you know, I, I really related to that. I Like, I was a studio art minor and a cinema major in college and was heavily involved in all sorts of art stuff, theater arts and, and visual arts before college and being in an art school in college, it's very clear that after graduation you have to you have to have a trust fund <laughs> in some ways in order to survive for a yeah. little while or you have to have a tremendous amount of hustle and a tremendous capacity for networking. And there were just a lot of things that just really overwhelmed me about going into 
the arts as a career. But at the same time, I think that my art background shapes my work as an educator. Um, I think the way that I think through problems can be very influenced by creative processes and you know the ability to imagine and piece together a big picture um, in the service of the on-the-ground smaller details um, and work. I think that's you know this amazing gift that I bring to my work every day from from art Um, and just over the years I've had less and less of art in my life like less and less creativity in my life and I think there's been a cost to my Mm. everyday work because of that so yeah I've been talking a lot but yes that that is uh Mm -hmm. that's part of what excites me about this and I think that you know what's great about our team is that the way that we approach creativity looks different for each of us Mm -hmm. whether it's through baking or drawing or (laughs) macrameing or woodworking (laughs) you know like watercolor watercolor pottery or whatever right like all the things that we like to dabble Mm -hmm. in that keep our minds engaged I think is also essential to problem solving Mm -hmm. like to thinking about how do we make the country the town the the state we live in a more inclusive place because without that creativity I feel imbalanced I feel more likely to get consumed by how hard everything feels and I think having an outlet helps my brain feel more willing and more able to take on those really difficult conversations and the problems and the education and the supporting of community and family. So as we're talking about the kind of things that motivate us and motivated us to start this journey together, I guess what are who are some of the creators or artists that really are inspiring you right now? I know that's a hard one. Is it? Um, I keep saying um, but um, <laughs> you know, I think of uh, folks like our friend and former coworker Heather, Heather Liu, uh, who has just doing these really cool, this, these really cool like postcards with quotes mm-hmm. um, and statements um, about resilience and community and just you know beautiful watercolors and mm-hmm. just the the drive that she has to to create and to you know post on Instagram and and she has an Etsy, Etsy shop and when I see a post from mm-hmm. Heather I think I can stop what I'm doing right now and figure out some small way right now to, to create mm-hmm. even if it's you know a three minute doodle <laughs> I, I can do something um, so she's she's been kind of an inspiration for me recently. Mm. Quick plug for Heather. If you're listening to us, we will have Heather join us sometime in the near future so you can hear a little bit more about Heather's work and her passions and her social justice work and activism. So thanks for talking about that. But yeah. she does do beautiful work. So I don't think of anyone in particular right now, but I think over the past 
year, one of the things that have been standing out for me are pro- is protest art. Yeah. Um, and the amazing oh, yeah. signs, clever signs, but beautiful art that goes into the art of protest. Like it really is um, an art of organizing, an art of activism and being able to see folks out there. And I'm thinking, well, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> you could just like the play on words um, and the amount of time and energy that goes into those feels ex- inspiring to me. So that's one of the things that I think like right off the top of my head, when I think of one of the, one of the arts artists, the creators among us and the mm-hmm. creators and artists that are within us. Because mm-hmm. um, I imagine most of most of the people who are out there making signs aren't would not consider themselves to be artists mm-hmm. per se. But I think that we all have it in us mm-hmm. to do. I don't know that I have anybody sticking out to me right now. I mean, I can think of people's work that I'd really admire. Um, when I went to see Fun Home by Alison Bechtel, I felt like I was really pulled into her story and her struggle and like really connected to the artistry of theater, like telling her story through theater that way, um, even though she's also done a graphic novel about it. Um, but for me, it was seeing that live. But yeah, I mean, I think like some of the protest art, the stuff that came out of the Women's March, mm-hmm. I felt really connected to and made a statement. And I think I'm still exploring those mediums. That's mm-hmm. part of what I'm excited about in this project to like learn all the different art forms. Mm-hmm. Recently, design thinking, while not <laughs> a typical art form, mm-hmm. has really made me think a lot about how to bring people together to to do creative collaboration around solving problems like these. But I don't know that that's necessarily art. I mean, maybe. I think Some it people. is. It's like the art of <laughs> constructing and deconstructing. Yeah. Like yeah. Taking a larger yeah. idea and deconstructing it in a way that makes it accessible, which is a huge thing that like we're kind of focusing on is how do we make art accessible and how do we make social justice accessible mm-hmm. to right. everyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some of the things that you can look forward to from us and what our podcast listeners can expect um, is that we will also have a blog at Creative Justice Lab, singular, creativejusticelab.org, where you will be able to read our blog. We will try not to be super repetitive. However, we do plan to have some of the resources that we may talk about in our podcast also on our blog including Trend. stuff about the artists that we mm-hmm. interview their work where mm-hmm. you can connect mm-hmm. more with them transcripts of our conversations and information on what's coming up the next week yep and how to get in contact with us if you're interested in being on the podcast or having any of your work listed on our site but would rather not have your voice on tape shoot us a message at creativejusticelab at gmail.com and let us know how you want to be connected or collaborative thank you thanks so much for listening